Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Today, we're going to talk about WWE relaunching a classic faction, AAA canceling the show of the year, indie promotions coming to the WWE Network. But first, we found out how much gore is too much gore for Vince McMahon. Larson, what's in the news? What's in the news? Perhaps the most buzzworthy thing to happen at the horror show at Extreme Rules this past weekend was the eye for an eye match between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. World of Rey lost his right eye. While we did get a brief glimpse of Rey's eye out of its socket during the broadcast, PW decided reporting that even more gore was filmed, but ultimately scrapped by Vince saying, quote, the bout was taped yesterday, so Sunday, afternoon at the WWE Performance Center in order for all the elements that were needed to be produced properly. Using prosthetic makeup, WWE shot an entire sequence that would have seen Mysterio's eye pop out, which, as scripted, was the moment that would have led to Seth Rollins vomiting on screen originally. PWInsider.com has confirmed with multiple sources that Vince McMahon hated the look of the effect and the sequence, so it was removed and edited out of the final broadcast of... Rollins versus Mysterio. Now, based on what little we saw of the fake eyeball, uh, it, it, you know, uh, it, was, it was probably the right call to show less of it. Because yeah. Of one little glimpse. Uh, the still, not when it aired live on video, it was so quick you barely noticed it, but still, uh, that eye looked pretty damn fake. Uh, it did look very fake. Uh, I think this is probably the right call by Vince McMahon. That said, Larson, I would love to see. This original sequence, people worked probably really hard to make this look as real as possible. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Maybe the gore factor was too much for Vince. Maybe he didn't want to be uh, seen as a hypocrite for months ago saying we don't do blood and guts. Um, There's any number of factors that would have led uh, to him scrapping this final sequence. I really do want to see it just out of the sake of curiosity. But I do think that in this case, less was probably more if. If the technology didn't exist to capture a, sting, a single still, because they showed this for frames, for yeah. for brief frames. I had a heads up because during our live stream, you and uh, and and the enforcer were ahead of me by a few seconds, mm-hmm. and uh, and even you know with my eagle eyes and my LASIK uh, enhanced eyes, uh, you and you're feasting your eyes. 
I was feasting my eyes. I didn't really see much eye that was on there for just a few uh, a few frames. Um, I do think that in this case, less is probably more. I think that Agreed. Seth's... Uh, I do think my only thing is that I do think they could have heightened the drama uh, a little bit with Seth looking at yeah. the eye and realizing, although I do think they did a pretty decent job even of that, it left some to the imagination. Exactly, is, and I think usually you can conjure up something that's probably worse than they can do practically. Exactly, yeah. You don't show the monster, you show hints of the monster, mm -hmm. and it makes it scarier because, yeah, like you said, you got to use your own imagination. Yep. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, kind of an interesting side note there for the eye-for-an-eye eye match. Certainly, it was a very buzzworthy uh, match that they held there at Extreme Rules. Yes. Uh, next, uh, we might be seeing the return of an old faction. Larson, uh, it's always great to see Ron Simmons on TV. You His appearance right. on Raw last night seemed largely unmotivated and didn't really pay off. We saw him talking with uh, Hurt Business and the War Raiders. Uh, there's a chance, I guess, they could pay that off in the future. The Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, may have some insight about Simmons' appearance on Raw, though, because on the most recent Wrestling Observer radio, he said, quote, there was an idea, I don't know if it was dropped, but originally it was going to be on the show for a revamping of the Nation of Domination, and Ron Simmons was going to be a part of that angle, but they dropped that angle for this show. They may be building to it later, or they may have dropped it completely, but they had brought him in for that angle. So therefore, that's why he was on television uh, late last week. Also, during an interview with the Sporting News, the current United States champion, Apollo Crews, I'm sorry, the current official United States champion, Apollo Crews, spoke about a new incarnation of the nation and said this. I feel like everyone would love to see something like that today. I would have to be a part of it. I wouldn't want to be on the outside looking in at that faction. I saw everyone talking about it, and it would be dope. That's what so that's what so many people want to see. Not only myself, but I know a few guys backstage would want to be in it. Thinking about these possible those possibilities is really cool. But it would have to be a babyface stable today. Yeah. So uh, I do think that with with a lot of the stuff that's going on in the country right now, you know, you see uh, the new day, you see Cedric Ricochet. They all have, I think, even like some in the Hurt business, they all have the the BLM uh, armbands on. I do think that uh, that visiting that concept would be an interesting one with the caveat that the guys involved would be creatively behind it. Yeah. I, I would not want this to be Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard coming up with the ideas behind a faction like a revisited nation of domination. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you would want Apollo Crews, you'd want Ricochet, Cedric, you'd want even a guy like MVP, you know, older guys like MVP behind the scenes being involved with the with the creative ideas definitely, behind definitely, this, definitely, 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 um, and, and you know, I guess when MVP, the talk of him forming a faction, uh, came about, um, you know, and, and I think the Sporting News interview with Paula Cruz mentions that when when MVP started recruiting, the idea was like, oh, maybe this is a, a return of the nation, and uh, reading about Apollo Cruz's comments and thinking about the storyline and how Ron Simmons might have been involved in all that. Uh, Apollo Crews hasn't been around recently. We don't exactly know why. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I guess the considering how dismissive MB, MVP was of Ron Simmons last night when uh, he told MVP, you're going about this all wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe the idea is it for Hurt Business to transition into the new nation. Maybe it's for Ron Simmons to 
to say, all right, Apollo Crews, Cedric Ricochet, uh, we're going to start something here. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to feud with the Hurt Business. Yeah, that's what I gather from it. That's what Apollo mm-hmm. Crews is also saying, that this needs to be a babyface thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it'd be great if Ron Simmons came in and said, hey, listen, this is how I tried to do it back then, and this is what I learned from that experience, and here's mm-hmm. how we can do it today. Mm-hmm. Um you know, times have changed and, and maybe approaches should change. I think there's I think there's a lot of cool ground that they could cover here. You need the right people involved behind the scenes exactly. uh, uh, leading exactly. the charge. Yep. And uh, and then I think it could be a really cool thing, man. I think it could be a really I think it could be really neat if they did it right. Yeah, if they did it right. <laughs> Which in the WWE can't always count on that. Nope. You know, you uh, also think. Oh, sorry. I would say one thing usually you can't count on. Triple Mania being the best show of the year. Uh, you know, we got we got to put in the notes who's in charge of each of the of the segues, man. Because <laughs> you and I had the exact same one. There you go. Uh, so for us, you and I, Stephen Larson, the highlight of the wrestling calendar each and every year is without a doubt Triple A's Triple Mania. It's the best show every year. Uh, but it looks like this year we're gonna have to wait till hopefully later this year uh, to get it. Uh, this year's installment was originally scheduled for August 22nd, the SummerSlam weekend. Uh, but during a press conference yesterday, AAA announced that the show would be postponed. Uh, AAA Vice President uh, Dorian Roldan did state the promotion was looking into ways to run shows later this year, but it was all dependent on the pandemic situation in Mexico. Apparently, one idea they had that they announced at this press conference uh, was something called Auto Luchas. Essentially, they'd be drive-in wrestling shows that uh, they're trying to have at the parking lot of Six Flags in Mexico City. And, you know, like you go to drive-ins these days, when was the last time I went to a drive-in movie, you pull into your spot, you watch the movie, they have a little sign, turn your radio to this frequency, and you can listen to the, the audio from the film. Apparently, they're going to do the same thing uh, and then provide commentary for the matches over the radio. I that think it would be a really fun idea. I think it's a great idea, man. I'm, I was really bummed by this announcement because I was hoping that even they would even try to do like a, a an empty arena, triple mania. Um, I was I was originally, you know, okay, so we reached uh, 500 subs on the Twitch uh, last mm-hmm. night. Very exciting moment. So it's confirmed now. We're going to do a 24 hour live stream. Mm-hmm. My original my my plan, like literally this morning. I was like, I was like, man, Triple Mania is coming up. I think they're doing empty arena shows, so they're probably going to do this, so we can just base uh, Friendo Fest three, the twenty four hour Friendo mm-hmm. Fest, around Triple Mania and and, and co stream it. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's happening now. Nope. Uh, so we'll see if they get this auto lucha idea off the ground. If it's Triple A, I'm I'm all about it. I I have full faith. That whatever they come up with, it'll be creative, it'll be crazy, and I'm I'm all about it, man. Same, same here, same here. Uh, so uh, something else I'm all about, Larson, is uh, the possibility of uh, more wrestling content, uh, the indie content coming to the WWE Network. And yeah, dude, it's been months, it's been maybe even years that there have been rumors of the WWE Network adding a premium tier to the platform that would include indie wrestling content uh it looks like that may finally be happening happening wrestlevotes is reporting uh this sources state both evolve and wxw so that means a lot of walter will be coming to the wwe network before the end of 2020 um i think that's rad i know uh timothy thatcher also did i think a lot of stuff in wx a lot of a lot of really cool 
uh, matches. I know that, you know, one match that I never saw that I always wanted to check out, and I know it's a bit tainted now because of, uh, uh, you know, what's been going on, but the Jordan Devlin-Walter match where he won the WXW championship. I no, believe. That was no, that was a uh, that was OTT. That's right. That was OTT. Um, so never mind. But still, it's probably a lot of cool stuff in WXW. You get to see like the earlier days of uh, Ring Comp, which is now Imperium. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff over there that I like to see. A lot of stuff in Evolve that I never caught. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be totally down for this, man. Oh heck yeah, man! That'd be great. That's I mean honestly that's where that's where I'm really happy spending my dollar with the WWE network is yeah I understand a lot of people have dropped it based off current booking decisions with pay-per-views I really love the library of content they have mm-hmm. I think you can spend hours and hours looking at weird obscure old stuff yep. and if they keep on adding to that whether it's obscure stuff from the indie ranks uh that I haven't you know been privy to before uh or uh, or stuff from like the 80s 90s 70s whatever Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. I love that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, like going in deep, 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 deep into the archive, finding all the weird stuff they have in the WB Network. Endlessly fascinating. Uh, you learn about uh, the weird side of wrestling history uh, going through uh, all the stuff they have there in the vault on mm-hmm. the network. Be sure to, yeah, and hey, uh, you can catch early ECW episodes, which are super weird. And right now we have a 10 for the win. Man, I can't hype these 10 for the wins up enough. It's a whole new, it's a whole new thing. Rob Zerver is editing these things and they're just absolutely amazing. Brought new life to the 10 for the win franchise. Literally the the, the, brilliance. The 10 weird things about early ECW episode that just dropped this last weekend. Absolutely brilliant. It's like my favorite thing. It's like one of my favorite things we've ever done. Check that out. It's on the. uh, Yeah, he did a fantastic job with it. Yeah, he really did. Uh, anyways, I think that's it for News Brief today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.